Welcome back to Views from Third Man. For those of you who are first-time listeners, this is a cricket podcast where we look at the events in world cricket from a fan's point of view. And today we're looking at the T20 World Cup and we're building our team of the tournament for the T20 World Cup. As we always do on this podcast, we'll be following two main rules. The first, players will be picked largely in the position where they've done well for their teams. And we're looking at numbers only from this particular World Cup. So if you look at somebody like, I think the best example of this actually is somebody like a Virat Kohli, who statistically speaking is the greatest international T20 batsman of all time. Strike rate 140, average of nearly 55, but he's only batted twice in this tournament. So there's not enough data to go on, so he's not going to be considered for this side. And secondly, as always, we encourage all of you to pause the podcast as of now, make your own team, compare it with ours, and let's see how they match up. Right, let's start with the openers. So, very tempting, obviously, to pick both Babar Azam and Mohammad Zizwan. Pakistan have been absolutely fantastic. But the most impactful player in this tournament, the most versatile batsman in this tournament was Joss Butler. He was also, by the way, the best wicketkeeper in this tournament. 100 against Sri Lanka, a huge innings against Australia as well. A couple of containing knocks. Butler's currently in the form of his life, so... I've picked Joss Butler as the first opener, which means I have to choose now between Babad Asam and Mohammad Rizwan. A very difficult choice. There's a couple of other very good opening batsmen, but you can narrow it down to those two. I thought Rizwan was definitely the more impactful player for Pakistan in this World Cup. But again, he's another top-order, hard-hitting wicketkeeper batsman, a lot like Butler. And I wanted a little bit of variety. So though I think Rizwan's had a better tournament, I'm going with Babad Asam. He's also going to be captain of this side. The middle order was pretty easy to choose. Mitchell Marsh has been absolutely fantastic for Australia over the last few months. And in this tournament, he off- he also offers something with the ball. Rassi van der Dusen and Aidan Markram have been fines for Australia. Markram has finally come of age. Ever since 2018, we've been talking about Aidan Markram. Where is Aidan Markram? Why isn't he playing well? Markram arrived in this tournament and van der Dusen has been a fine for them. They've really now formed that good core that they can go on with in the future. Now, that's one to five. Six and seven is where it gets slightly interesting. I think Asif Ali has to be that one of number six or number seven. But now that you have Markham and Mitchell Marsh already, you have a couple of bowling options in your top seven. You already have a wicketkeeper in Joss Butler. So you're free to choose a finishing batsman at number seven. But because of the fact that I've picked two spinners later later down the order and only two fast bowlers, I wanted to have a seam bowling all-rounder at number seven. And in this tournament, because the West Indies didn't pick Jason Holder for the long time and he wasn't initially in their squad, there really was only one seam bowling all-rounder who performed well. And he had a strike rate of nearly 200. I know he didn't get a lot of runs and went for a large amount of runs, but it's scarcity value. So Hardik Pandya comes in at number 7. I'm not particularly happy with that choice, but there wasn't anybody else in this tournament. Then the bowlers. It's quite difficult to pick spinners for this tournament. There were four standout spinners. There was Adam Zampa, Tabrej Shamsi, Rashid Khan and Wanindu Hasadanga of Sri Lanka. Hasadanga, I thought, was the best bowler in the tournament by far. So I've gone with Hasadanga. He's also the highest wicket taker in the tournament, even just in the Super 12. Forget about what happened before that in the qualifiers. Then you have to choose between Rashid Khan, 
Adam Zampa and Tabrez Shamsi. And I've picked Rashid Khan because I think the Afghanistan bowling lineup relies a lot more on Rashid Khan than Australia or South Africa's bowling lineup relies on Zampa and Shamsi. Rashid Khan's the leader of the attack over there. And though Zampa and Shamsi have produced some incredible numbers, they know that they have fast bowlers around them who make their job a little bit easier. And speaking of those fast bowlers, I think Andrik Nokia has to be one of them. And I've gone with Shaheen Afridi. It really was a Trent Bolt versus Shaheen Afridi thing. But I just think Shaheen Afridi gives you a little bit more upfront. There's enough death bowling with Nokia and Rashid Khan already in the side. So seven bowling options, deep batting all the way down to number nine. I think it's a good team. Pick your own and let's see how they match up.